Welcome to the Ready, Set, CEO podcast. I'm Melissa Froelich, and I'm deeply passionate about helping women create aligned and sustainable businesses. I'm so glad you're here because that means you are ready to start embracing your leadership role as the CEO of your business. Sustainable business growth starts inside ourselves. Stepping into our CEO role allows us to create strategy that is in alignment for us and our own individual and unique businesses. And when it happens, things finally start to feel right. So let's get started. So if you know one thing about me, you know that I love helping women step into their roles as leaders in their businesses and in their lives and start to embrace that CEO mindset, that CEO identity, or whatever you want to call it, founder identity, boss mentality. I don't care what the title is, but it's the concept of showing up as a leader primarily for yourself, because ultimately, if you do that, it is going to change the results that you're able to get for your clients and your community. So that's why I'm passionate about this, not because it sounds fun, but because it is absolutely necessary to yield the highest level of results. Because when you are in alignment with who you are meant to be and how you're supposed to operate, the way that your energy goes into your work is going to be magnified in terms of the results that it puts out into the world. So that's why I'm passionate about this, not because it's just a fun thing to talk about. So this week, I want to talk about some practical strategies that you can apply right now in your life and business to really embracing that CEO role. Because it's fun to learn about, it's necessary to learn about, but if we aren't doing anything, if we're not taking action, then nothing is going to change. Raise your hand. I realize we're on a podcast, but raise your hand if you love learning, absorbing new information, learning about yourself. That's super fun. But where the leak is, is the application. I'm with you in raising my hand because that's the easy part is to acquire. The hard part is taking action and breaking old patterns and creating new behaviors. But when we do it in a way that is a micro approach, it's a heck of a lot easier and it's a lot more tangible because none of us have a plethora of time to just sit around and reinvent our lives. In fact, that's not even the goal. We want to learn about ourselves and figure out how we can apply that new knowledge practically so that we can see results. So that's what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to give you three things this week that you can do to step further into your CEO role. You don't have to do all three and nobody says you have to do any of them, but I want this podcast to be applicable. I want it to be actionable. I want it to be simple so that you can feel that change. Okay. So number one is I want you to simply identify a new thing to delegate. It doesn't have to be today that you have to do the action of delegating, but I want you to think about what is something else that I can delegate in my business so that I can spend more time being in my zone of genius or What is something I can delegate in my business so that I can get a little bit more margin on my calendar? Whatever the thing is, whatever your carrot is, whatever your motivation is, but I guarantee that if I could sit down with you right now today that we could find one thing. We could probably find 10. We could probably find 20. Things that you can delegate. One of my favorites is making sure that you're delegating your calendar management. I am 
always surprised at how many people aren't doing this. They feel like they need to control their calendar. They feel like they don't want to burden somebody else with their calendar. I'm telling you, if you don't have somebody managing your calendar and you are a six-figure or seven-figure business owner, that is the first thing that has to change. And even if you're not to six figures yet and you're approaching that and that's your goal, make that a priority. You will be shocked at how much time you're actually spending managing your calendar. When I talk about managing your calendar, I'm talking about all the things. I'm talking about scheduling coffee chats and discovery calls and rescheduling and managing calls with current clients and podcast guest opportunities and making sure that you're putting buffers in for travel for personal appointments and that you're scheduling time for t-ball practice and the list goes on. If you really think about how much time and energy you're exerting doing that or not doing it well, imagine if you delegated that thing. And if you're not familiar with the world of service-based support, like virtual assistants, I think you'd be shocked at how helpful that role can be in your business. A lot of people think I'm not there yet in terms of hiring a team member, but what does that mean? And why do you think that? And when I break it down and say, you can start with a virtual assistant for 10 hours a month, if that's what you need. Like there are plenty of people out there willing to provide that package, like that exists. So what can you delegate and who is the person who can help you do whatever it is that you're doing better and faster than you can? That's one of my favorite questions to ask myself. Who can do this, whatever this thing is, better and faster than I can? I can do everything. It does not mean that I can do it efficiently. It does not mean that I can do it well. And it certainly does not mean that I should be doing it. To really step into your CEO role, that means giving some things up. So that's one thing is just identifying one new thing that you can delegate. It might be content creation. It might be social media scheduling. It might be podcast guest management. I don't know what the thing is, but I want you to identify one thing and then make a plan for actually implementing that delegation. And as an accountability piece, I would love for you to come over to Instagram, Melissa Froelich underscore biz. If you're not yet following me, please come send me a message and tell me what that one thing is that you're going to delegate. Okay. Number two, I want you to, (laughs) this is going to give some of you an instant reaction, but just go with me here. I want you to embrace your expertise more than you are right now. So this is kind of a challenge. I want you to embrace your expertise and showcase it in your content. So what do I mean by this? If you are a business owner who has clients and you're generating revenue, then you need to get in the habit of showcasing your genius, the things that you love doing, the results you're already getting for people. And how do you do that? You show it, you talk about it. You show up as somebody who has expertise to share because just because it's easy for you or it's a thing that you do does not mean that it's easy for the people in your audience. And so one of my easy hacks when it comes to doing this is to simply sit down and reflect on the conversations you've had with clients or in your DMs over the past week or two weeks. And what are some of the questions that they've asked you? And what are some of the things that you've told them? What are the themes of the conversations? And is that information helpful for your audience? Would it be helpful for them? 
The answer is probably heck yes. So how do you create some content around that? So if you're somebody who produces a podcast, do a podcast on those themes. If you're somebody who posts on Instagram, do some carousel posts that answer some frequently asked questions that my clients ask me about X, right? Educational posts based on real conversations that other people are going to find valuable. LinkedIn, the list goes on, put it in your email marketing. I don't care where it goes out in the world. Or maybe you're simply creating like a database of topics that you can talk about in terms of guest expert opportunities as a podcast guest or in people's masterminds. But you get where I'm going with this. So my challenge to you is to embrace your expertise and showcase it in your content. That will boost your confidence. You're going to realize, oh my gosh, I know a lot of stuff. I was able to help five people last week about the same thing. And it was so easy to me. In fact, it was really fun. It's going to help you understand more of what you want to be doing more of and what you want to be doing less of. All right. The third thing that you can do right now this week, a very, very simple way to embrace your CEO role is to take what you're learning about yourself, right? Because you've heard me talk about this a lot. I'm going to continue to talk about it a lot in terms of your personal leadership development your leadership DNA, what you're learning about yourself, because I'm going to assume that you're all learning things about yourself, whether you're diving into Enneagram or Colby or your human design or strengths finders or whatever it is, you're learning about who you are and how you are fundamentally built and how you operate best. I want you to take that information and I want you to find ways to practically apply it in your business. And what I mean by this and the examples I'll give you is to think about what have you learned, okay? Maybe you are a projector in human design and you realize that, oh my gosh, I have to have times to rest and recharge. That's really, really important to me. I'm not a generator. I am not meant to go, go, go. So I have to build more white space into my calendar. So you go to the person who's managing your calendar and you say, hey, I really want to make sure that we're building in more white space on my calendar. So I want to make sure that I have CEO days on these days and that I have at least a 45 minute break in between any one-on-one client calls. All right. So you're, you're learning about yourself and you're having this aha moment and then you're doing something with it. Or you're realizing that I really don't enjoy having to be on all the time for my clients. And I want to spend time with my family in the evenings. And I want to protect that as sacred time. And I haven't been doing a good job with that. And that's really important to me because family is part of my core values. I'm using this as an example, right? And so how can you actually protect that? Boundaries, right? Okay, what are my boundaries? What are my office hours going to be? Great. I'm going to wrap up every day by 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. How am I going to communicate that? Is it really clear in my contract? Is it clear in my welcome packet? Does my team know that, right? So taking what you decide is important for you to operate as your best self and communicating that in all the places that it needs to be. Maybe you had an aha moment in terms of your Colby and that you're like a massive strategist and you're excited about it. And you're like, no wonder I love doing this project. And no wonder I love doing this project. Write some content about that while you're in this place of excitement. So as you learn these things that are like, oh my goodness, no wonder, what can you do with that information? Because what I don't want you to do is to commit to becoming the CEO of your business and simply collect more information. That is not the purpose of me encouraging you to really embrace your CEO role. It's so that you can actually create change. 
in terms of greater alignment so that things feel easier and that you feel more lit up. All right. So maybe you're a generator in human design and you need to find more opportunities to spend time doing things that bring you joy. So part of your work is what are those things? And you decide that, okay, what would really bring me joy again is to start riding horses. And so that's great. You've identified this. Now I want you to go find an instructor in a barn and make a plan for it and block out time on your schedule and prioritize that and communicate it to your husband and let him know, Hey, this is really important for me and make sure that becomes a priority. See what I mean? Like all these things have to actually happen. And that's just one thing, but that one thing is going to have a ripple effect throughout your life and business. And it's going to be so worth it if you take action. So these are really, really simple things, but I think that they're often overlooked. We gather new ideas, new information, and we get going and we go through the motions, but the carving out time to take action, to actually become the CEO is what takes some work and some dedication. Being a CEO means that you ask for help. This is not meant to be a solo journey. So if you're feeling like you don't want to burden anyone, we need to work on that, right? It's not about that. There's plenty of people who their zone of genius is doing the thing that's going to help you stay in your zone of genius. It's like this great symbiotic relationship that happens if we let it. So I just want to recap these because they're really easy, but they will absolutely create big change if you actually do them. So number one is to identify one new thing to delegate and make a plan for actually bringing that to life. Number two was to embrace your expertise and showcase it in your content. And I gave you some simple tips on how to audit conversations and gather themes and then create that into something that is going to impact your audience and people who have not even yet said, oh my gosh, I need you. But they're going to only have that opportunity to say that if you put things out there in the world for them to respond to. And the third thing is, taking what you're learning about yourself, about who you are meant to be as a leader and as a CEO in your business, and then actually applying it to your business in the form of contracts and boundaries and team communication. What are you doing with the knowledge and how are you creating change to support the best version of you? So accountability is huge when you work with me and when you're in my world. So I want you to come and tell me, whether it's on email, melissa at melissafrolick.com or on Instagram or Facebook, melissafrolick underscore biz on Instagram. And tell me which of these things you're like, heck yes, I'm going to do this. And that alone is action and is tied in and dipped into some accountability. And you're going to experience a new level of your CEO self just by taking that step of telling me, hey, this is what you sparked for me and here's what I'm going to do. So thank you so much for tuning in to this week's podcast. And I hope that these three really simple but powerful steps are helpful to you because my goal is to help you become a more empowered and confident version of your CEO self. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast episode. It was truly a pleasure to spend time with you. If you're not already part of our free community on Facebook, please join me inside of the Uplevel Lounge. You can also check out melissafrolick.com or follow along on Instagram, melissafrolick underscore biz to find out the most current ways that I can support you in stepping further into your CEO role right now.